Yo, what's up, brother? What's up, man? How are we feeling today? You know, episode 15, we punted last week. We're glad to be back. We got some things to talk about for you guys. We miss you, Griddle Gang. So let's just get right into it. Let's talk about one of the most influential stars in our early childhood, Sam, Britney Spears. Shout out to Britney Spears. Uh, you know, I, it sounds, uh, you know, more and more information. I feel like since the beginning of COVID almost, we've been seeing more of her and hearing about this uh, conservatorship where, uh, for those who don't know, it's it's her dad and her lawyer kind of oversee every decision she makes. You know, when she wants to leave the house, what she can spend money on, uh, you know, basically any decision that a normal human can make, she's not allowed to make on her own. Um and it just came out recently that she's like very openly now talking about like wanting to get out of this and that she's feeling normal. Uh, but it seems like uh, she's kind of losing her grip. If anyone's seen her videos, she's kind of off the wagon. Uh, she burnt down her gym. She's doing like these weird dances and shit on TikTok, but it's not like funny. So I don't know. It seems like a crazy situation right now. What are your thoughts on it? Where are you at with it? Um, I mean, she does look crazy, you know. And that's yeah. fine. She's having fun. That's what she says, right? She's kind of using her social media as an outlet to kind of express herself. And I guess it's, I guess it's funny. You know, I think it probably looks a little bit different given her past, right? If this right. was just a regular celebrity um, pop star or, you know, people would be like, oh, this is kind of funny. You know what I mean? But the right. fact that it's Britney Spears, she had this, um, you know, whole thing going on, her problems. It doesn't look right. So, you know, I'm kind of sitting here like I get maybe why the, the dad and, and the, the family is still a little bit concerned at the same time. I can see Brittany, you know, kind of wanting to get out. I mean, like it feels kind of like she's in prison almost and, you know, you just wanted to get out. But I don't know. You said, what was it? J Jamie Lynn is trying to take over? Yeah, so I guess after like Brittany publicly spoke out about this conservatorship, I think Jamie kind of came to her defense, her sister, and was like, I think she offered to kind of like take over the conservatorship so she could oversee Britney. And I guess her fans were, the, the, I would also, a little sidebar here, this is like you and me talking about the Bachelorette situation where we halfway know what we're talking about, halfway right. don't. But I think she, like, she was saying like she's going to have more like leniency under Jamie Lynn's like uh, surveillance or whatever, or whatever, conservatorship, ownership, whatever you call it. But it's just kind of crazy because it seems like a, like having this conservatorship in the first place seems wild because it's just like you let you lose all freedom over like your life. It's crazy. And I know like Britney Spears, she's clearly like has some mental health issues. There's no doubt about that. Like I remember as like a, a fond memory is Britney with her shaved head growing up and then she did the whole thing where she flashed the paparazzi getting out of the car. Like, 
you remember growing up. She was always in the news for like all kinds of drama. And shit. Yeah. So I get it. Maybe in the time, it's what she needed because she was maybe she was falling off the ledge. But uh, I don't know. Having it now, it just seems like it's a little overkill, right? I, I mean, maybe she still is a little unhinged, but I would imagine she's reeled it in since when I, since this conservatorship started. So I don't know. I'm all about Brittany getting some more freedom. You know, being able to get out there, maybe work on herself, but. It's hard because those TikToks, like you said, like they are funny, but it's tough because whenever you see those TikToks, you think of like her going off the rails. You know what I mean? Like the shaved yeah. head and all that stuff. So you're like, well, is she putting on a bit or is she like crazy again? Which one is it? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I definitely agree. I think I think we're rooting for her to, to do her thing. But let me ask you kind of side note. Were you a, a Britney fan or Christina Aguilera fan? Oh, man. I got to say. I love Christina Aguilera. She is a wonderful artist, a wonderful like, woman. Like now or like are you I'm talking about like early 2000s. No, no, like, no. I'm talking about early 2000. You know, okay, I okay, it. right, right. She did the she did the commercial. What was the song she did for the chocolate or the you remember the phone? Uh no, I don't. There was like a vari- I can't remember what the fucking song is. But she was a banger. But all of that being said, when I first saw a young Sam saw Britney Spears music video for Toxic. Yeah. I a boy became a man that day. Right. You know, I I I think I had a hair popped up on my chest. You know, it was I so I got to give it to Britney. You know, she she came around right like at the perfect time for us. Right. You know yeah. I mean? She was yeah. our savior. We saw her ups and downs. Uh she had an electric music video for Toxic. Uh, so I got a root for my girl, Brittany, especially now she's hurting. I'm in her corner for my childhood uh, female artist hero. I got to go with Brittany over Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think overall Christina Aguilera has had a better career, you know, obviously transition. Yeah. Know, of I think course. more talented, but like Britney Spears is iconic. You know what I mean? Like a hundred percent toxic. Uh, what else songs are there? Um, oh wow this is not good for our yeah, defensive it's not good. uh oops i did it again you know there she we had go the, hit me baby one more time she had she had that thing with jt you remember yeah uh, oh when they did wore the all all denim fit to the red carpet canadian tuxedo very tough oh, we gotta we gotta we gotta get it one ourselves we'll like. have to dust them off yeah uh but yeah um, i gotta go Brittany. she's uh, she's all time i like you said aguilera's got more staying power no doubt about it but in their moment the the highest of highs, Brittany was our girl. Yeah, but also want to also shout out. You know, you had your moment when you became a young SG to a man, right? Right. Um, don't sleep on Christina Aguilera dirty video. I don't know if you. <laughs> That's true. You know what That's I mean? True. That also is up there. Right. Yeah. You know, I'd be I'd be looking. I remember looking that video up and hearing my mom in the other room like, I can't use the phone. Who's on the internet? And I'm like, oh, God, oh, God. Rip all the plugs out. No, don't come in here, Mom. I'm, I'm don't like... come in, Mom. It's a pop-up. I don't know what's going on here. I know, yeah, I know how that is. Man, kids kids going far will not know what we're talking about. That's crazy to think about. They won't know the struggle. You know, you only had X amount of time before the phone was out of use. Yeah. Um. So – Next, next topic we want to go to another childhood kind of, I don't want to say hero, um, a childhood figure maybe for those, Lori Laughlin from Full House. You know, apparently she's going to jail for two months. Which We're keeping is, it in the 90s today. I yeah, like it. Pretty much no time, really, two months. And 
you know, she's not going to Alcatraz. You know, they, no. they, they, she's probably going to some country club type of jail. Um, and then also her daughter apparently was throwing her away, uh, throwing a good uh, goodbye party. Um, if yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, I think it's very, like, what's the word I want to say? Not surprising at all, you know, for her daughter to no. do that. I don't think it's probably the most appropriate thing to do. Um but you know, whatever. I, I wonder if it was a theme party. You know what I mean? It was it, it like just, a stale theme party or like it's just an all time asshole move. No, and yeah. I you know, I don't want to make any comparisons, but they, they also threw Jeffrey Epstein a party before his first jail sentence. I'm not saying there's any connection. I'm just putting it out there for the world. That's but yeah, cool. just listen. I bad people. I don't know. Right. But yeah. anyways, well, uh, you know, uh it's just I just I'm pissed because just everyone in that whole college scandal is a massive asshole. Lori Laughlin could have bought a building, donate you know put donate enough money to change the name of the library. The kid would have gotten into school, and she, and she doesn't even fucking care about going to school. I think when she when she the one who was quoted saying like she just wants to go for the sororities and the football and shit. Yeah, she just wants to party. Um, right. It's like all you guys go fuck yourselves. No one gets into college. I you know they definitely didn't get a long long enough sentence. Um, and it's fucked up to it. They're even celebrating this bullshit. So I'm out on Lori Laughlin. She stole my heart when I was a young SG. And, and now I'm out. I got to cancel her. My love for her is no more. Don't cry uh, for me, Lori Laughlin. Don't cry for me. Um, I was going to say is that, yeah, just kind of a, a prick move. Um, and then I think what she like paid $500,000 for – her daughter to get like scouted or recruited for the rowing team. And it's just like, like you said, like I'm pretty sure the daughter didn't want to row, but you know what I mean? Like, why would you invest no. money for your daughter to pretend to get scouted and be like a, a Herald athlete coming in if she didn't want to, like you wouldn't be in that situation. She could have got in very easily if you just donated some money. I'm sure also too, they kind of know who she probably was already and would have taken her regardless. That's what I'm talking. What a jabroni is this kid that she can't get into school with the last name Laughlin. Her mom could just make a nice, sweet donation. What a loser. I think this kid is just a bum, and Lori Laughlin's going to have to live with that. 500 mil. What was it, 500 million? I don't know. 500 I, grand? However much. Who knows how much they gave the school. But, you know, I just, how much of a loser do you have to be? You and me got into college, and we don't know anyone famous. We're just a bunch of jabronis. This kid must be an all-time loser. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Crazy to, to, for that to be something. So I have no sympathy for this. Uh, you know, I, I hope her time in prison. Brother, I'm not going to lie to you. 100%. You know, um, when you just said that, it kind of cut out and you sounded like a robot from the year, like, 3,050. And it sounded pretty cool. Um, so <laughs> we might have to uh, take a look into what happened. If we can get the audio like that, you know, I think it would be a little cool side <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do a nice a nice Back to the Future episode where we'll me and see our robot voices the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd yeah, like to... Thank you to the listeners putting up with the audio. I'm on the road right now, heading up to old Pennsylvania. So I appreciate everyone's patience with the robot voice. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, going off like what you said in your robot voice, it's like, God, me and you almost didn't pass our last class in marketing. You know what I mean? Like, right. we probably got like a fuck. We had an average of fifty-seven on every exam, but, but you know, we passed. We got a degree. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm done with I'm I'm done with that, John. You know, let's uh let's switch it to speaking of Philadelphia. You know, something last week that we did notice was Dave Portnoy moving to Philadelphia. Um, you know, I'm sure everyone knows um, he's with Barstool. He just opened um, – they're planning to open Barstool Sportsbook. Um, you know, he's planning to move here, so he has a little bit more say, I guess. Um, you know, he's a very ride-or-die Patriots fan. He, it's, he's known that he's criticizing Philly frequently – um, so just interested to see um, him in the streets, really, kind of just bobbing around every so often. Um, Sam, you got anything to say about this? What are you thinking? You're excited? You think it's cool? No, I think it's cool. I know, like, he's got this reputation for shitting on Philly, but it all it seems to me, at least, like it's in an endearing way. Uh, but I'm kind of skeptical. I have a feeling he's not going to be living down here like he says he is. It seemed to me like it was a lot of like a marketing thing. You know what I mean? Where he's like, I'm moving to Philly. But, you know, it's a, it's a quick train away from New York. So I could see a scenario where he's actually living in New York and is just down here a lot, you know, overseeing shit, the sports book opening up, all that stuff. So uh, I don't know. I'll be interested to see how it goes, you know, if he's actually right. making the move and like you people up in Philly actually see him out and about. But I'm doubtful at the moment. I mean, good for them, though. The guys, you know, they're, they're taking off. They're blowing up, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, he can afford to rent out, like, a condo. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure especially not in Philly. Yeah. Cost of living is so much more reasonable. Um, yeah, I think it'd probably be cool. I'd be interested. Um, I'm, I'm more excited, obviously, for him to kind of just review more pizza places around Philly. I mean, Philly pizza scene is pretty horrendous. It is not uh, good, brother. Even I, when you're in college and you're drunk, it was not good. Um, Shout out to Mike's Pizza, though. I d- was going to also say that I also went to Angelo's um, very famous pizza place that he did rate, um, and I think like an 8.9 or a 9.1, and I had it wow. myself probably two, two weeks or three weeks ago. I'd probably say it was um, an 8.2, but let okay. me tell you, the thing that was amazing was the sandwich. Probably the best sandwich I've ever had at Angelo's Pizzeria. That's bold. In South Philly. It was a meatball, sharp provolone, broccoli rob with wow. shaved garlic on this great homemade bread. And I'm telling you, it is the best sandwich I've ever had. The broccoli rob on a, on a meatball sub is – that's a game changer. I've never yeah. seen that before. I love that, though. A little bit of, like, bitterness to offset, yeah. like, the sweetness of the marinara. Mm-hmm. My God. No, no marinara, brother. On the oh, meatball. really? Yeah, just cheese, wow. broccoli rob, shaved garlic. But, man, let me tell you, that meatball was, like, crack. Wow. That Next time incredible. you're in, we're going. We're going. Yeah, we're going to have to load up. And people don't talk about it enough, but – the real and under the unsung hero of like a, any sandwich, hoagie, sub, whatever the fuck you call it, is the bread. Like if you fuck up the bread, it, it could ruin the whole sandwich. I know what you're saying. I don't necessarily agree. I think it's definitely important. I I'm think, not saying the main character, but okay. a necessary, you know, right. it's like the Robin to the Batman. 
Yeah, no, no, Hundo P. I think it's just kind of like it's what takes you to the next level. You know what I mean? Agreed. It, it was it was great. I would definitely recommend to those um, who are thinking about going. Um, they wow. are cash only. You do need to call ahead. Um, so call early as you can. That's uh, that's my advice. Shout out to Angelos. Yeah, my we're going we're going somewhat. Let's go maybe like teenage years now. Sam, okay. Sam has a take. I kind of don't know what he's going to say, but he says that Entourage fans suck. All right. So I've been seeing recently some of the Entourage guys, I guess I've been doing like the media tours because I've been seeing them on a lot of podcasts I listen to. Uh, I've been seeing clips of them on Twitter and shit. And I, and I was reflecting back on my take on soccer fans, which – Shout out to AJ Bono trying to change my, my heart and my mind when it comes to soccer Shout out fans. to the Bono. Shout out to the Bono. But I'm going to do a little Indiana Jones here. I'm, gonna, I'm taking, you know, I'm taking uh, soccer fans off the pedestal. And we're putting Entourage fans up on the pedestal for the biggest assholes of all time. Uh, you know, that show, it, it's just – it's a great – it's like a nesting place for douchebags. The show is not I, good. But everyone good, raves but about it. I like it. it. You like it. No? no, I do not like it. That show wow. is garbage. Wow. That's I like, that's I would watch, I I would watch Friends off. before I would watch Stop that it. show. That's and garbage. Friends is an ass Friends is dog, show. Friends is not is I don't want to say dog shit. It's Everyone's like, like oh fucking I'm Benny Chase. Oh this guy. Oh, what about Turtle Bro? Yeah, no. Go fuck yourself. If you watch Entourage and talk about it in public, that's a sign that you're a douchebag and you need to reassess your personality. That show sucks. Everyone I've met who likes that show, they typically suck. I don't I, suck. I'm just, yeah, well, you're, yeah, but I don't know. Sometimes. It's just you and me. It's up and down. But, yeah, I just I can't get along with these Entourage fans. Bro, you got to watch Entourage. It's so sick, bro. Blah, blah, blah. Who's the girl in there that everyone loves? Sloan. Oh, Sloan. She's a smoke show, bro. My God. No, go fuck yourself. I don't want to hear about your ass show, Entourage. It's That's all these garbage. guys who want to be Vinny Chase, and I'm tired of hearing about it. You're a Joey bag of donuts, and that's okay. Embrace it. Quit trying to watch. Quit trying to make a personality around this garbage show. I mean, in fairness, Vinny Chase was the worst character in Entourage, and he wasn't even close. Like he was really dog shit. Uh, and you know the guy. Yeah, everyone. If every all the fellas, and probably the lady fellas too know a guy who had the entourage poster in his dorm room or some shit and that was his whole personality he I built think, his uh, life around the show i think uh, one of our listeners spang lang might have had it freshman year <laughs> oh there you go it's spang lang canceled for my friend book uh, but no i you know i i love entourage i still do i remember probably Maybe like 2007, 2008, my dad started watching it, and he was like, ah, you're still a little bit young. He would be like, you can't watch this, and he really liked it. <laughs> and then I got to high school, and he finally let off a little bit, and then I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I do know what you're saying with the fan sucking. It's very like the, the Brad and Chad douchebag show, you know. Right, sure. I don't think that's – I think that's definitely accurate of, you know, the crew. But I think in general, I think it's cool because – at that time, cameo after cameo, like everybody wanted to be on, on you know, on the show. I thought that was cool. Um, right. But, you know, I agree. I, sometimes I don't really want to talk about it. It's not like a, a lifestyle, like, you know what I mean, type of thing. Where well, it's, I, you know what it is, and this is what upset. It's, you know, it's the, 
the it's like the the loudest people are the assholes in all the group. It's like a few bad apples ruin it for everybody. I think that's what it is because I didn't even know you were an entourage guy until just now, and that, that's now I'm I'm re, I'm reconsidering everything I know about entourage fans because if you and Spangle Lang watch, I you never brought it up to me. Maybe I've got this wrong. I just hang out with the worst kind of people. That could also be it. Yeah, maybe. You know, but misery loves company, I think. Is that what they say? I, I guess that's true. But for right now, I'm, sta- I'm dying on this hill. Entourage fans are just the worst. The silent ones, you guys are fine because, you know, it right. is what it is. It's just another show for you guys. I appreciate that. But for the loud ones, yeah, I don't know. I just – you got to get over yourself. yourself. Yeah, you're a loser. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. I don't want to be the guy to tell you this. Um, so off entourage, we're going to stay around the same area. We've been we've been doing a lot of transporting to to different time frames. For <laughs> yeah, us. what are we going to talk about next? Moon shoes. Remember those? Um, you know, funny. Sam put this on our topic board and said, "Lil Wayne new album." You know, I don't really want to expose him, but it was very funny to see that. I thought he was joking. But, you know, that's not the only person who told me Lil Wayne had a new album. For those who don't know, uh, I think last Friday, put out No Ceilings. No Ceilings was a mixtape in 2018. Um, I would say it's probably my favorite mixtape of all time. Um, and it was something like, I don't know if you remember, if you ever did it yourself, Dat Piff. You ever go on that website? Oh, yeah. Yep. Big fan of Dat Piff. So, uh, you know, he came out with it. I think it's finally good that it's on Apple and Spotify uh, just to get a little bit more of music, I guess. But, uh, Sam, did you, did you listen to this new album? So, well, I would like to explain myself first and foremost uh, because I was, I was out. So, for a little look behind the curtains for anybody, you know, who's interested – you know, over the course of the week, Nino and I will throw up on this. Uh, we got this notes thing we share. We'll throw up stuff. And typically, like, my my first move before I start doing deep dives is I go to Twitter and pull shit off, like, trending. You know, if it trends for, like, right. a couple of days, that's going on the notes. So I don't, might not know all about it, but it's throwing up there. I did see the Little Wayne new album, not new album, on Twitter for a couple of days. I thought this would be interesting. And I right. threw it up there and I put it on my tickler file to listen to later. I did not listen to it and I didn't read much more into it. And I ended up accidentally outing myself when NC and I talked on the phone today to get ready for the show. Uh, so egg on my face. I did not know it was an old mixtape, uh, you know, and I apologize to little Wayne cause I, I am a longtime fan. <laughs> Clearly not, not a, a more of, you know, my, my love for him is based on breath, not my depth of knowledge wow uh yeah you like that that's a new word in my dictionary but uh so I, you know that's on me ha- hand in the air that's on me i apologize it's fine brother you know what i mean i did get a text message from another follower um a good friend aaron Fowler, said hey what's a uh, what's what are some good songs in the new little wayne album um so you know we'll out her too you know it's all love you know gotta keep people on their toes but definitely go check it out i think music has definitely been uh a little bit slower, you know, Drake album coming soon, you know, definitely something we'll Boom. review. I don't know what else other songs um, are out. Um, but separately, but- Lil Wayne is one of those guys. I feel like I'm like ever since forget where I saw him on the red carpet somewhere, but like a few years ago, I feel like I'm now constantly waiting to hear he's dead. Like, I feel like he's on someone's death because he just, 
Well, I'm just I'm calling it like it is. Listen, if you if, a while ago he had like a seizure on a plane. You're right. His voice he sounds like good. really fucked up right good. now. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. You know, yeah. I, he's one of those guys. I'm always worried we're gonna lose too soon. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm pulling for Little Wayne. I hope it doesn't happen. But he's always every time I see him in like in you know in the news or whatever, I'm always like, oh man. You yeah. know, I'm like, yeah. I hope this isn't what I think it is. So keep an eye out on that guy. Um. Yeah. Definitely. Last last topic of the day, um, we're going to talk about this generation. Um, we're going to talk about Miss Bella Thorne and Oof. her debut on OnlyFans. Sam, I think <laughs> before we get into that, I think maybe we'd probably get more listeners if we just hosted the podcast on OnlyFans. That might you be something what? we need to do on the on, you know, uh, plan about. And just, you know, since we're snowballing on ideas here, Maybe while we do our like our podcast when on the OnlyFans, we'll have a camera just on our feet the whole time. I think that's a thing people do on OnlyFans. Pretty sure there's like some feet pictures going around there. Yeah, you know, I I think I think maybe we would be successful. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not embarrassed. Uh, two weeks ago, my girlfriend and I I got a pedicure, so they're ready to go on OnlyFans. I think. Oh, the puppies are looking good, huh? Yeah, you gotta take care of yourself, man. You know, you really do. Uh, they're, uh, it's an unsung hero, the pedicures are. So, guys, don't be too – you know, don't try to be too macho to get a pedicure. It's a really nice experience. Yeah, like, no one wants to see beat-up feet. You know what I mean? You ever, like, take off your socks and you're like, wow, these puppies just went to war with Mike Tyson. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, going – you're wearing combat boots and you, you, your toes looking purple, the other one's looking red. It looks like it's, it's, the circulation is bad. Like, take care of yourself. Um. Oh yeah, it's not good. You gotta, guys. Listen. Yo, yo. I think uh, Sam is going through uh, the middle of nowhere in Lancaster. Oh, we're back. Are we back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we we Where took the in? time. Where am I up? Took the time machine. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> Your signal is dog shit. Oh. oh, man. Welcome to Pennsylvania, listeners. Hot takes and hot cakes. Brother, you're going to need to do some editing. Brother, this is going to be – we might leave it in depending on how good it sounds. Um, you got me now? I yeah, think I we're back you. in. Yeah, I got you now. No, maybe this is where we need a sponsor from like – Oh, that, yeah. From like an internet service. You know what I mean, Mike? That would be, yeah, that would be good. Or just a sponsor in general. You could do a little ad while I'm going through robot land. You know, it'd be pretty good. Yeah. Any uh, businesses out there want to advertise, please feel free to hit us up. We'd be happy to have you sponsor the show. Um, but what are you saying? Let's, let's, let's get, so tell me about Bella Thorne and OnlyFans. Oh, yeah, we were getting off track weren't we but we yeah. should do i think the foot stream on only fans for a hot takes and hot cakes is a good yeah idea. okay i like that so uh this is also going to be like our bachelorette minute here where uh we only know kind of half the story so bella thorne announced that she was going to go on only fans for those who don't know what only fans is it's a website where you can pay people to send you i guess like you have access to like stream of content and uh, a good majority of OnlyFans content uh, revolves around nudity. Is that right so far, NC? Can you yep. vouch for that? Yeah, obviously. I think there are other ways of using OnlyFans, but primarily OnlyFans is kind of affiliated for those who are trying to 
you know, use it to send pictures, this and that. Shout out to the, the sex worker community. We got nothing but love. Uh, but so Bella Thorne was like, I'm going on. Y'all are going to see all my business if you pay for it, right? Blah, 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 yada, yada. She goes on, just starts raking in cash. I mean, millions of bucks, you know, and she's, she's promising full nude. She's DMing people like, get ready. If you pay up, you're going to get the naked pic, blah, 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 yada, yada. Uh, then we see a screenshot of one of the gentlemen that was looking for this. And I guess the photo, she was almost fully covered up. You got to see nothing. So uh, she kind of catfished a lot of the fellas out there who, who I guess were into that and wanted to see Bella Thorne exposed. Um, and there's a big uproar now because OnlyFans had to make some uh, restrictions, I guess, for the rest of the community. Do you know about those, NC? Yeah. Um, so apparently I think there was probably like an – unlimited amount of tip that you can give to someone. Um, but the way Bella Thorne was kind of streaming online, obviously with a big name like herself, she was raking in all the money. I think she made $2 million or at least a million dollars um, in one day. So now because of what she did and didn't provide any nudes, they capped it at like a hundred dollars uh, maximum tip. So that is just obviously um, making all the other people on the site look bad um, because they were probably making more. And, you know, they, they want to make more money than Bella Thorne. I don't blame them because, you know, they're just trying to do their thing. And here is Bella Thorne once again kind of just whiling. Why is she always whiling, dog? She, she lives a life of whiling. She was born and bred to just be constantly whiling and, you know, stirring the people up. You know, that's, that's a shame because she's coming out after the people who are, like, you know, hustling in their own way. Maybe, you know, not a way that I would like to hustle, but doing their own hustle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and also, I was curious about the people who were uh, paying these, these great sums of money for her nude. I'm, I'm fairly certain, after some very uh, simple research, you can find pictures of Bella Thorne naked. It's, it is not very difficult. Uh, so I don't understand what like everyone was pining for here. It's, it seems like a very odd story. Uh, a lot of people just simping for Bella Thorne, and it just—it's—it's yeah. a, it's a very strange story. Maybe they just wanted something fresh, you know, wanted more for their portfolio. Their Bella <laughs> Thorne. I don't know, you know, like you I, said, different strokes for different folks. But I mean, I just—I kind of just don't get her motive. I mean, you know, me and you are just trying to make a simple living on OnlyFans, you know, doing a podcast, and here we are. Yeah. Well, now we're capped. I was going to say maybe a hundred dollars a view for, you know, the, the foot yeah. podcast, but now I'm, I'm bucked down to 50. That's we're cutting our profit in half. Yeah, This I, is I, terrible. I, and there's two of us. We got to split it another way. That's a fucking, quarter. Fucking Bella Thorne. Fucking Bella Thorne ruining the fellas foot podcast. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get off Bella Thorne and, and whatever she's doing on there. Oh wait, dude. Also, we stayed in the nineties. She's like a Disney star thing. Isn't that where I, she started? I, I, yeah, I think it's 2000s. I think she was ah, okay. with uh, Ariana Grande. Uh, uh, is that the, I think it's the Justice one. Life uh, of Justice or something. I think you're right. I think it's uh, uh, Nickelodeon. Is she a oh, Nickelodeon show? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's, just... she's with Zendaya. Not even wow. close, but, you know, Zendaya you know, is not doing that. You know, Zendaya is no. talented. Zendaya is crushing it right now. I feel like she's on a heater. Yeah, she, she's just picking up steam and going with it. She was in uh, that movie that I mentioned last week, The Greatest Showman. Wonderful. Yeah. If you haven't watched, please watch. It's, it's just a oh, great man. song. This uh, is the greatest show. She Electric does, playlist. 
she does a little bit of singing, um, and then she was on uh, Euphoria. Um, she's in the Spider-Man movies. She does it all. You know, she's she not does. on OnlyFans taking taking people's money. So the Bella Thorne needs to ask herself. She might need to get one of the bracelets. WWZD. What would Zendaya do? Exactly. We're out on Bella Thorne. Out on Bella Thorne and on Zendaya. Wow, I botched that name. The first <laughs> it's all right. Around. Hopefully she doesn't hear this. Um, I sure. Hopefully she does, actually. Yeah, we'd have her on to fight it out. Next, you know, what is the show um, without hot takes? You know, the podcast is called Hot Takes and Hot Cakes. Um, you know, I'll get started. I'm going to say that white chocolate is the best kind of chocolate ever. You know, I don't, for myself, I don't really love chocolate in general. But when I do, it's definitely got to be white chocolate. I think it's a lot sweeter. It's a lot richer, creamer. All aspects of whatever makes chocolate good, white chocolate is the best. Sam, I don't know if you agree, disagree. What are you thinking? No, I couldn't agree more with you on this one. I think people who think otherwise are fucking banana land. I, I like if you – well, one, I also would have to agree. I'm not a big chocolate guy. It makes me too thirsty. I feel like I need water every time I eat chocolate. And then, you know, it hurts the singing voice. I don't know if you know that. You're not supposed to eat chocolate before you sing. So, you know, if I'm trying to, you know, bust out the pipes, it's right. a tough time to do it. But you know, if you're walking through, you know, a grocery store candy aisle or like a CVS or something, and you're looking at the chocolate bars, you know, it's just kind of everything's more or less the same. And then you see that beautiful white Hershey's chocolate bar. I forget what they call it. The cookies and cream, John. You're like, wow, that thing is, you know, a cut above the rest. It's like a whole, it's in a breed of its own. So I got to agree with you. Uh, white chocolate way better than, than uh, milk chocolate. I, I would say it goes white dark milk in that order would be my go would be if i had to rank the three of them but uh i couldn't agree more if i'm reaching for a candy bar which is rare i'm going white chocolate uh before i go milk or dark yeah i you know i've i discovered my theory on this actually when i was at home this weekend um god bless my mother she likes to have one of those candy dishes always filled with always filled with a bunch of stuff that's not good for anyone you know, no, except um, the soul. Yeah, exactly. And she had these white chocolate by Lint. I think is that the, is that how, am I pronouncing it correctly? Yeah, Lint. Lint. Yeah, Lint. L i n d t. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like and your belly button, but with a D. Yeah, if maybe if they were a sponsor, I'd figure out how to pronounce it correctly. But these white chocolate Lint balls, man. Let me tell you, <laughs> it was just amazing. I, I said, you know what? I'm gonna indulge. I'm gonna have two. Those things are so good, brother. It's just, just like, like creamy and like nice little crunch when you bite in at first. Oh. And I, immediately as I was um, eating them, I had to pull up the notes and I had to put that white chocolate with superior. In that moment, I knew that white chocolate is just much better. But let me I ask, appreciate that take. Let me ask you something. Are you going Twix or Snickers? Or, oh. or, or is that not either of your favorite candy bars? <laughs> No, those two are definitely up there. They're like upper echelon candies, no doubt. I got to say I'm going with the Snickers. I like the Twix because it's got the little cookie, right? So right, like yeah, it yeah. kind of snaps, you know? Right. But I'd say like the overall, there's, got, there's so much shit going on in Snickers. I love it. It's fantastic. Right. So I'm going with the Snickers, doubling down. And we got Halloween right around the corner, so I'll be able to chow down on maybe one or two of them in the future here. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, hopefully some, you know, what, if... 
Halloween isn't canceled. Hopefully people are giving out white chocolate this year. Well, you know, I kind of like giving out candy. It's a little upsetting. I don't think it's going to be able to happen this year. Yeah, I don't think so, too. I also feel like they, they need to make a, a, a st- uh, an announcement. You know what I mean? There has to be Yeah, some there should be like a grand poobah on Halloween. Like, all right, so here's the deal this year. that They don't have the I, – I agree with you. Maybe we'll have to be the deciding factor on whether or not Halloween gets canceled or not. You know, we'll do it for the kids. Yeah, well, you know, we'll make – maybe we'll – yeah, we'll make some type of rule. Maybe we'll, we'll – do it somewhere six feet apart with mask. I don't know. We'll see. But we, I think yeah, maybe we got to leave it. the bowl out in the front. But that's yeah. a dicey situation because people get greedy. You know, I'm guilty of that. It's, yeah, when I was a young and young SG was guilty of grabbing handfuls when someone left the bowl out. But still, you know, we got to someone, someone's got to look out for the kids. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's she. Take it away with your next hot take. I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. My next. Hot take is on soda. Uh, my hot take about soda is that you guys shouldn't be drinking it. Now, I know you're going to think at first it's going to be like the obvious reason, like, ah, it's unhealthy or this, that, that thing. I just think it's an immature thing to drink. There's not much – there's no benefit, really. It's, like, too sweet and overpowering. Like, booze is kind of similar. But, I don't know, it lowers your inhibitions. You have fun. You know, let your hair down a little bit. It's a little bit different. So, I'm canceling soda, but I will give some exceptions. I think the first is if you're, like, sick. Because, you know, sometimes, like, a ginger ale or, like, a Coke helps settle the stomach, right? Uh, so, like, I, you know, you can have one soda when you're sick. And then my other would be uh, when – you're like at a great, a really good, like greasy spoon kind of restaurant. Like if you're getting a really good hamburger, I think you're allowed to have like a Coke to go along with it. Cause I, I think if you're having like a great hamburger, it's not complete without a soda on the side. You got to have the, the burger, the fries and the soda to complete the look. But overall, I think a grown ass adult's got to quit the soda. The people walking around with like Diet Cokes or like Mountain Dews, I look at you and I think less. You know what I mean? I'm like, why are you doing this? I don't understand. But I can't quit soda. Yes, you can. You just have poor willpower. So get over it. Go get a seltzer water and deal with it. You know, it's just I don't understand. So I think I'm out on soda. I saw someone carrying it around today and it, it, the thought occurred to me. I was just like, I don't know why grown-ass people are walking around drinking soda. Some believe it's childish. I couldn't agree. I couldn't disagree more. Um, oh, come on. I, I love soda. Um, I think what you should make the take is soda in moderation, right? I don't, okay. think any, I don't think anyone should be slamming seven Cokes a day. You know what I mean? Fair. That's not good. Your teeth are going to fall out. Take care of yourself. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just really like soda with all of my meals except for breakfast. You know what I mean? Lunch dinner like i i really like when i go out to eat most of the times you know i'll get a water i'll get a diet soda and i'll get an alcoholic beverage wow I just, you're I just, tripling yeah i just really sometimes like water or an alcoholic beverage doesn't really go great with a meal all the time you know what i mean you kind of need sure. that you need that uh carbonation that little pop um I- I guess. I think I was also I'm a little triggered because I saw someone this afternoon and they were you could tell they were making their like uh, grocery store run for the right. week, you know. Right. And they had like 
whatever, typical grocery stuff. But then I saw my man's had a 12-pack of Coke. And I'm like, what are you doing keeping that in your house? Like, it should be like a treat. You shouldn't be, like, stocking up Coke. I think that was my issue with, like, if, you know, if you want, like, a, a nice, like, uh, carbonated beverage during the week, you know, maybe pop into a gas station and be like, ah, oh, this is my treat for the week, if that's, like, what you need in life. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't think that these people who are, like, bringing it home to their house and, like, oh, I got to keep that thing on me and have like a massive pack of soda in their cupboard. I don't understand. I don't, it's just, come on. I, we don't need that. It's not necessary. It should be a treat, not something you just have around. I actually just went to Wegmans today and I picked up a six oh. pack of bottle of uh, well, Coke, see. Coke Zero. So Here's I, the I, fucking I, problem. I got I, you watching Entourage and drinking soda. This is, <laughs> if we make it to episode 20, I'll be more surprised than anybody else. <laughs> you know, but I'm drinking diet soda, you know, don't drink regular oh, soda. Oh, see, don't be that. No. <laughs> now you're the worst guy because you're like, well, it's healthy because I got the diet. I didn't done. say it was healthy. No, I just say quit it was being healthy. a pussy and get the full thing. Right. Yeah, you double down how and many drink carbs. the Coke, bro. You don't know how many carbs are in a regular Coke, brother. Listen, soda is soda. I don't even want to hear about okay. it. Just go get the real All right, deal. You, holy you, you drink three cans of regular soda versus diet soda every day. I de- bet. I'll see a massive I've got difference. a better option, a zero soda option. Go get some LaCroix. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also picked uh-huh. that up today. A little wine, you know, just a standard flavor. That's got mango, very tasty. Is it? I never had that one. Also coconut, unsung hero. People don't like it, but it's good. I say coconut is probably once in a while. I wouldn't buy a whole pack of it. That's fair. I get that. I've also, we should try to fine-tune the, like, LaCroix I feel I feel like people have tried, but it hasn't taken on yet. I think you and me could hammer it out, though. I think I've tried with LaCroix, some type of seltzer and vodka. Okay. Was it any good? Did you like it or not? It, it was, like, fine, but it needed fine-tuning. You know what I mean? It was only, it was only version 1, 1. Sure. 1.0. You know, it needed a little help. Yeah, version 2.0, maybe 3.0, you would, you would perfect the recipe. It was like episode one, you know, a little, little rough, but now we're working on it. We're fine. Yeah, now Stevie day. Wonder can actually see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout uh-huh. out to Stevie in episode one. But, Sam, what's the last hot take? I don't think I'm going to agree with this one either because I think it's a little banana land per usual coming from you. The last hot take I have. Hang on. Let me pull up my notes. Jesus. Our last hot take is, oh, okay, yeah, I got this one. The next hot take, also my take, was uh, don't order chicken at restaurants unless, there's one exception, it's fried. Uh, So this take, the reason I was thinking, I was just like mindlessly thinking it today on the road. Right. And. I was like, I, with the exception of fried chicken, because that's like delicious and that's just a wonderful rendition on the bird. But uh, like chicken is never the best option on the menu. I, every time I see chicken on the menu, I'm like, that's what I would get if it was like uh, nothing else was on here. I guess I would get that chicken. Everyone, you see like, oh, here's a brick chicken or like, oh, we did, you know, uh, whatever. Chicken piccata on top of like pasta, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, it's just so boring. It's just like blah, 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 vanilla, vanilla, vanilla. So I, that's my other hot take slash life tip is never order chicken. It says a lot about you. You know what I mean? It says you're just bland, bland, 
boring man, blah, blah, blah. So I'm out on chicken on restaurant menus, unless it's fried chicken, and maybe a few other exceptions. But right off the top of my head, all I got is fried. I don't hate that take. I don't think I would fully support it. Um, I think fried chicken definitely is a must order. What about chicken wings? All right, so I was, I that's a good thought, but I think and t- it's entrees only. Okay, like, that's all right, fine, fine. Because I uh, think there's like what else? I guess it's just really only chicken wings on the apps, but like I don't know. I think that because right, right. chicken wings reign supreme. I would be okay if someone just ordered that at a sports bar and nothing else. I get that, but I think if you're going like entree, like a sit-down restaurant, it's a crazy move if you go with the chicken. I think it just means you're scared to try anything else. It's such a safe move. Um, I, I like I said, I don't think that's, you know, that crazy, but you know, off the top of my head, I would say maybe like, uh, ch- chicken, chicken, uh, chicken parm, you know what I mean? Is a famous chicken, um, entree, a, uh, let me see. That's true. I guess my issue with chicken parm is if you're at a restaurant that sells chicken parm, it's uh, gotta be Italian, I would think. Right. And there's got to be something better on the menu. Like, I can't – if you're best yeah, – But chicken parm is just a classic Italiano dish. Sometimes people the, just want thing. that. It's just – I guess. I guess. It just feels so boring to me. I'm what like, if, if you're – I don't know. What if you're at a Chinese restaurant? I'm going to play the hits. I'm not going to lie. I'm almost always going to do, you know, General Tso's chicken. Right. See, exactly. So that's a chicken, uh, a chicken dish. And, you know, sweet and sour pork. I guess you got a point. I, I, I got to give you that one a little bit. And also, I would say it kind of squeaks through the cracks because it's breaded. So it's kind of like fried, you know? Right. No, I, I mean, I don't think you're that crazy because a lot of times when you are going to a restaurant, you know, as long as it's – if it's like um, – I guess I would say American cuisine. You know what I mean? Like, you right. shouldn't really just yeah. be getting like a rotisserie chicken or some type of chicken entree. You know, depending where you are, definitely fish. You know, steak is always good. But I, I, I wouldn't really normally get uh, a chicken chicken dinner, except for maybe a couple that I just mentioned. That's what I'm saying. I think there's right. very few exceptions, but in general, it's just leave it off the menu. Don't order it. It's, you know, you're just telling the world that you're a schlub. Yeah. Um, so. so that's hot takes. Want to finish off. The, the 15th episode with a little tough, rough, nuff. It's been a little bit since we did it. For those who still are unfamiliar what that means, pretty much our overrated, underrated, just right segment, but we like cooler names. Um, so we'll get that started with Fanta, something that Sam just talked about in terms regards <laughs> to soda. But I actually, this weekend again, had a Fanta for in a long time. And man, let me tell you, it is so tough. Um, it's just very slept on. It is very sugary. You probably should only have one every year. But it is a great 12 ounces of flavor. It's oh, amazing. Wow. You know, like you could – I almost wanted to bathe in that, in that orange soda when I was having God, it. God, that would be that, so sticky. Yeah, it would be really bad. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think – Orange Fanta is the best flavor, and I don't think it's close. Sam, are you? What, what are your thoughts on fa- Orange Fanta? I haven't had Fanta in ages. Shout out to our childhood again, because that was probably the last time I had Fanta. 
but I fuck with it hard. I feel like they had a very strong marketing campaign. Like I know all the words to the Fanta song commercials because of how good they were. So I, you know, I think it's definitely lost some clout as we transition into like the late, you know, the, the, uh, 2020s, you know, it's definitely lost right. some of the heat it had in the nineties, early two thousands. But back in the day I was fucking with Fanta very uh, hardcore and they have the nice thing about Fanta, the OG is definitely the goat. But if you're not in the mood for the OG, they have a bunch of other flavors. You know what I mean? So it's got like it's got some variety to it. If you don't just want like their fastball, you know, you want to switch it up, they got it for you. Yep. Um, I, I don't know why it's one of those things that's kind of like not that famous. Maybe they did stop making the commercials and people forget about it. But I yeah, because like- I feel like they could do like a thing where it's like you know do like a throwback and it's like cool now. You know what I mean? Yeah, th- throwbacks are in. Friends remake, Fresh Prince, Space Jam. Like, how can they not figure out the rebrand on this? I feel like it's a, it's an easy concept. Maybe we yeah. gotta we'll team up with them. We'll sponsor. Yeah, sponsor, them, work yeah. On you know, same with uh, State Farm. You know what I mean? They got a new Jake from State Farm guy. They got oh with uh, his khakis. What's that guy's name from Fresh Prince? Uh, Carlton. They got Carlton oh, playing. Yeah. They got Carlton playing. Um, Chris Paul. You know. I what are, what are people doing? They need to hire us. Yeah, they got, they got to take us on. I feel like we do a better job than whatever jabronis they got working for them now. I, and yeah, we work remote. Look how good we're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you might sound like a robot. Sometimes we're, <laughs> we're talking on – A couple of, of bumps in the road. Yeah, yeah but it happens. Hey, sometimes uh, I got to find my notes for a topic. But, hey, what are you going to do? It is uh, what it is. We keep it rolling. Yeah. So, what, so Fanta, what are you going with? What, what's your stance on it? I'm going I'm going to say tough only because they only cuz they're losing that like brand recognition they used to have. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. they had the jam on there, that guy in the cast and all of a sudden he was cooled down cuz he had his Fanta. You know, it was a great little commercial they had. Now they no had one the, even talks they about. They had like the ladies dancing in the in the dresses that each Fanta color was, right? Yeah, yeah. you look hot and all that plaster, drink some Fanta. Faster, faster. You know, it's yeah. great. And then I would do like a little sidestep here. You know, uh, you ever had Inca Cola? Let me look this down up here. I, just... I, I believe it's a Peruvian-based soda, I think. But yeah. I've seen it a lot around here. Where I'm no, from. I have not. I've actually just had uh, uh, Tapo Chico water. Oh, that stuff's like having a big – I feel like Tapo Chico is having like a big run right now. Yeah, I don't know why. I, what are your thoughts on – is Inca Cola good, first of all? Inca Cola is very unique. I, so, like, the last time I had soda was, like, a year or two ago, and it was an Inca Cola, and I didn't uh, – I had had it before, but I kind of forgot, and uh, it was a shock to my mouth, to say the least. It's, like, neon green, I think. I'm colorblind. Deal with – bear with me. And uh, it tastes by, like, like cotton candy and bubble gum. But it's a soda. It's wild. It's weird. It's a crazy that's, experience. That's banana land. But you got to try it, brother. It's like a wild tasting experience. But uh, would recommend if, you know, for the few times you're allowed to have soda, I would recommend. The all-time goat, though, is vanilla Coke. But uh, Topo Chico, I think it's just an average seltzer water with really good branding. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I, I didn't really know what it was when I got it, but I had heard about it, so I bought a bottle. And I tasted it, and I don't know what I was expecting. I didn't really read the bottle or nothing, but I was very disappointed. 
I was like, oh, this is just like, this is seltzer water. You know, I'm, I don't know what the yeah. big hubbub is about. I think what it is, it's like, looks cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think mineral water also is appealing. Oh, he's this guy drinking mineral water. I think, I don't hate the taste. Would I buy it again? Yes, but it's not something that it's, it's I'm grabbing every single time. You know what I mean? Maybe right. like one out of five times I'd grab it. Um, yeah. Someone described to me right before I had it, and it was a really kind of way for me to have low expectations. Um, person said that it tastes like cilantro. Interesting. And then in did, my mind, I was like, this is going to taste horrible, and it didn't taste that bad. But I can, see, did, I, I can see what that person was talking about. See, I'd be worried that would almost ruin it for me, but it was fine. Your tasting yeah, experience was yeah. fine with cilantro in mind? Yeah, uh, yeah. I just, it actually probably did better. Like, I thought it was actually better because I had such low expectations because, you know, cilantro is one of those things where you either hate it or love it. Oh, it's, it's a hit or a miss for some reason. That's a really weird one, but it is people feel strongly either way. But, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I've noticed – I've seen it a lot in, like, uh, like on Instagram and on influencers, like, bar carts and shit like that. So I think it's like a – it's like – it's just like a cool look, but it's just an average drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like whatever. It's just blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, so. So, in on Fanta – Next, I think I'm going to say this. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about the songbird of our generation. Someone, in all honesty, that shouldn't be mentioned, but I think it's worth saying um, that we forgot to say and is the next tough, rough, enough topic is Pitbull. Oh, man. And I think Pitbull, you know, he's, he's so tough. And I think people make fun of him because he's corny and he puts out all these songs. But in all reality... The catalog is really fucking good. Like, if you can't say that you don't enjoy the songs. I mean, I think, like, he's got a better catalog than DJ Khaled. You know what I mean? Flo Rida, like, the guy just puts out anthem after anthem. If we take a look at um, the Pitfall catalog, we got um, the anthem. That song's really good. I don't know if you... Electric. If you know that one. We got Timber. Um, Oh, Give me everything. Um, hotel room service. That's a great song. International love. Fireball. Um, time of our lives. Don't stop the party. It's hit um, after hit. Green light. Uh, DJ God has fallen in love. He's in that one. I mean, the guy just does it all. Like I just feel like we should stop hating on Pitbull and give him some more credit. Mr. Worldwide needs to be included every time you're having the GOAT conversation when it comes to songbirds of our generation. When, you're, when a song gets started, if you're on the radio, if you're on Apple Music, on, the, on, on Spotify, whatever you're listening on, and you hear you know, the Mr. Worldwide plug at the beginning of a song, you know it's getting ready to be crazy good. You know what I mean? And yeah. he's just the staying power. You know, like when you think of any of these music, uh, you know, the music awards every year, right, whatever it may be, uh, like the VMAs were just last night or two nights ago. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, you know, you look out in the crowd and you see all these famous people and every time you put your, you know, close your eyes and picture it, you picture in that crowd a bald guy in a white suit with a little like runway, a little like flavor saver underneath his lip. And it's Mr. Worldwide, you know, Pitbull himself. Like he's just, he is an all-time performer. I'm a big fan myself. Here at Hot Takes and Hot Cakes, we couldn't be bigger supporters. NC, I got to agree with you, Hondo P. Yeah, put some fucking respect. I mean, 
I, I look at another song. Um, where is it? Where is it? I know you want me. Another great oh, song. Oh wow! Like I was. That's uh, a I, banger. I actually uh, went to a wedding uh, this past weekend. Um, it was a Thursday. Still a great time. Uh, went to a wedding and to to prepare ourselves for having a good time. It was only Pitbull allowed on in the car. And man, let me tell you, it was an hour drive, and not once did we need to change the artist. Because that guy was just playing banger after banger. No, Pitbull gets the people going. There's no doubt about it. I, and, and anyone who puts hate on the name, you know, we don't fuck with you. Yeah, I just, we can't. And maybe some of his shit is hokey. But does it get the people going? A hundred percent. You know, yeah. all the time, every day, all day. You know, some of his songs are hokey. But don't get it twisted. The man has a great catalog. Yeah, respect the game. And, he's, you know, he's casting checks. Every time that guy puts out a song, it's on the, you know, top charts. For sure. Um, and our last topic of the day, um, Sam added, you know, I'm interested to see what he says and give us more insight, but breakfast potatoes. So I would like to start this, out, this conversation. I feel like I'm getting ready to, like, have a fight with, like, a significant other. You know, it's like, right. it's like I, you know, I'm not mad at you. I'm at the but, situation. But, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Like, uh, I enjoy breakfast potatoes in, mo- in all of their forms. You know, hash browns, uh, home right. fries, whatever. But I think they're overrated when it comes to the breakfast plate. You know, I actually just had some, some hash browns this past weekend on Sunday morning. And it was nice, right? It, I, I got right. the onions and I put a little ketchup on it. Right. And it was great. I was halfway through the meal and I was like, for the, like the taste, I'm not getting like the value. I'm taking up valuable space in my stomach for these potatoes that really aren't pulling their weight, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, for me, I'm like, I could have gotten something better. Like maybe I wouldn't have had to get like an order of pancakes for the table. I could have gotten my own or like I could have gotten a, and maybe I could have added eggs instead. Or like, I feel like there's a lot of heavy hitters on the breakfast menu and when you get the breakfast potatoes, you're almost wasting uh, another pick where you could put in another, like, yeah. fastball. Where yeah. I was even thinking, and this might be crazy to say, but, like, I was like, you know what I could have done instead of this is gotten toast with some jelly. Like, you know, a nice little, like, bad yeah. cleanup when right. I'm done with breakfast. I got to yeah. have a little piece of toast and finish right. my coffee. Um, I think this is probably the first time ever, but I think we're going to agree on every single uh, topic for uh, – for rough enough tough. Wow. What a day. Um, On 15, do, no less. I, I do agree because I feel like breakfast potatoes are very hard to cook because a lot of times they're very either undercooked because they're cooked in such large, such large quantities or they're right. so under seasoned. Um, yes. I think the best breakfast potato that I really do enjoy are uh, tater tots. I think that's the most. Oh, yeah. Cons- most consistent one usually what what type of hash browns did you have like the shredded ones so if i if i'm correct me if i'm wrong i believe home fries are when they're like cubed right yep yep and hash browns are when they're shredded i believe we on the same page there yeah i would agree with that okay so i had home fries uh with the onions and kind of uh i wanted to roll off what you were saying there about how a lot of times they're under seasoned when even when they are seasoned properly all you, what all you're tasting is the seasoning. Like so, yeah. I was eating these potatoes, 
and you know, potatoes doesn't have like a very strong, distinct taste to it. So right. all I was really eating was like salt, pepper, and onions. You know what I mean? I was just using potatoes to like get that all in my mouth. Right. So I, you know, I don't, I'm just not a huge fan of them. I feel like it could be substituted for something better on the breakfast menu. Yeah, it's, it's really hard too, because sometimes when they do like the peppers and onions, you get such a inconsistent cut. Like I don't want this large as onion and pepper going into my mouth with the potato. You know what I mean? It's just like, right. it's just way too strong. You know, or you get like an onion, it looks like you cut with like a razor. And then, you know, the, the next pepper, it's like you cut with the fucking chainsaw. Like it's all over the place. And maybe that's the chef's fault. Oh, you know, I can see, but right. come on, it's still not that great of an item. But I think this is going to sound crazy, but the best home fry are, yeah, home fries are actually, I don't even know if, you there's one by you if it's open friendlies oh yeah friendlies friendlies Friendly's home fries were really good i don't know why they they didn't have anything they were probably fried but they were perfect um and then the best hash browns besides mcdonald's you know but i don't know if, if that counts or not it's actually the best breakfast spot of all time the international house of pancakes have really solid shout um, out hash browns they have pretty good ones i will agree and i don't dislike hash browns home fries any right. breakfast potato it's just like it feels like you're asking you're wasting a pick you know what i mean it's just like a throwaway pick that you're like i'll get it because it's what you get you know with these breakfast plates right. but it could be used better elsewhere it but just, also i will say mickey d's does have underrated that hash brown is great you know i think I mean? it's the best hash brown yeah, it might be. It might reign supreme. We might have to do that as a segment sometime. I, uh, I think I love the idea of breakfast potatoes, but I'm always so disappointed because in, in hindsight or in theory, it's like you, you're going to get eggs with some type of breakfast meat, um, you know, and you, if you're, as long as you're a normal human being, you're going to get over easy or over medium. And, you know, you break the yolk, you put the yolk around the, the home fries, you get the grease from, from the breakfast meat, all in the potatoes, and it should absorb the flavor and be really good. But, it, but when you bite into the potato, it's just undercooked and under-seasoned. And every time you're hoping, like, this is a perfect match made in heaven, but it doesn't equal up. No, it doesn't. Like you said, it's almost used as like a vessel to scrape up the leftovers on the plate. Yeah. You know, a little egg here, a little scrap of bacon. I'm just going to put it all on the spoon with the potatoes and call it a day. Yeah. Maybe we should make breakfast potato. Maybe that's what we need to do. Is there a breakfast potato sponsor? We got to find Florida. You know, the guys that do the French fries. fries? Yeah. 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 Hey, we'll get them or, or Jimmy Dean. You know, any of those guys would be happy to have you on. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we can perfect the breakfast potato. Maybe we should just make our own. Finding or, like, the, try to find a way to incorporate it into the meal better. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. it's got to be, like, included in something. I did just see this, um, and I'm very interested. I seen a loaded breakfast a, – a loaded breakfast baked potato. Interesting. So there's eggs in it? Yeah, man, let me tell you. I feel like this might be the key. Now, did they scoop some of the potato out? Because it seems like a lot of shit in a potato. I do, but I don't think so in this picture, but I would wow. do that a little bit of that. But, man, let me tell you, it looks like it's got eggs, red peppers, cheese, wow. scallions, which scallions make everything better, sour cream, oh, and yeah. bacon. Interesting. I'd give it a try. I'm skeptical because of our potato talk we've been having, but I would try. But, yeah, but, you know, a baked potato, you can't go wrong. 
no, you really can't. It's always a hit. You can put some butter, some cheese, you know, whatever you want in there. It's yeah. like, it's always delicious. Little chives, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Or what, what if this, what if you did this? What if you scooped the whole baked potato out of it, left the skin, right? And then combined right. it with scrambled eggs with cheese and peppers and all that stuff. I like that. What if even, I'll take you one, one more farther okay. here. Right. If we do the potato skins and use that as the bread for a breakfast sandwich. That sounds like I'm going to need to have a heart attack. This is definitely not going to be great for you. That's I will not endorse that for your health, but maybe delicious. Yeah, I'm going to give it a try. And then you bread it and fry it. I, I feel like <laughs> we, we might have we might uh, have found it. Um, yeah, that might be it. I'm going to have to try this weekend. I maybe tomorrow I will try to make this breakfast sandwich, and I will put it on the gram for all to see. That is the SG promise right there. Okay, I like that. Um, so that wraps up um, our segments. Sam, you got a shout-out for this week? I do. My yeah. shout-out for the week, I went to a diner for the first time in like a long time Wow. Uh, this past weekend. I went on Sunday morning. It was called the Tasty Diner, and it's tasty. They spell it T-A-S-T-E-E, which I thought was interesting. Uh, okay. It was a great spot, real greasy spoon. You know, it was kind of right. run down, which I love. I feel like that's what you want to see in a diner. Sat in a shitty booth, had a great waitress who was, like, kind of vulgar. You know, like the classic diner waitress? I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. So, I, you know, shout out. The only thing that was missing was I wasn't hung over, and I felt like I should have been. You know what I mean? It's probably for the better, though. It's definitely for the better. I felt, I felt significantly better afterwards. But it, it felt in the moment, I felt like that's what I wanted. But uh, shout out to the Tasty Diner. It was a great experience. Um, my shout out of the week goes to, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard he recently passed away of colon cancer. Um, but just, um, big ups to him, man, kind of what he's been able to do while dealing with that. I think they said, um, while he was going, um, through it, he produced five, he, he was in five movies and you would have never known with his attitude. Um, oh. so. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of just a testimony to how great a person he was, you know, with all the movies he made with Black Panther and, you know, kind of giving that type of empowerment to the world and to the black community is awesome. So um, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman. Um, and that is my shout out to the week. Shout out to him, man. I don't know how he did that without letting everybody know. It's it's fucking crazy. But, you know, it was it seems like that's kind of the way he wanted it. And, yeah. Uh, I'm glad, you know, it's good at least he was able to see such success in his profession before he went, you know, moved on. Right, absolutely. So shout out to him. Rest in peace. Shout out to his family. You know, hopefully they're they're working through this and all that good stuff, you know. For sure. Um, so that's episode 15, folks. We're glad we're back. We're going to keep this rolling. Me and Sam had a blast today. Um, you know, follow us on social media. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram. We'll be here. Um, but that's all, folks. Oh, one more thing before yep. we go. Check out our playlists. We got NC's got one up on Apple Music, and I got one up on Spotify. They are both called uh, – what are they called, Nino? Uh, Slam. Short, short Stack Slaps, man. Short this Stack is Slaps. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Short Stack Slaps 
It's got all of the, uh, most of the intro and outro music for all the shows, plus some music we've talked about uh, in the past 15 episodes. And uh, we'll be adding more shit to it, you know, as we go. So there'll be, you know, two more songs on after this week and so on and so forth. So go check it out. You know, give it, throw it up on your story. Let us know you're listening. And uh, as always, have a great week and enjoy. That's all, folks. Baby, can't you see I'm calling?